0: This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today.
1: Good morning, gardeners. It's Sunday morning. It's time for your favorite gardener, and mine, Patrick Parent. Get yourself a cup of coffee and get out a notebook because it's time to solve all your gardening problems.
2: I see trees of green, red roses
3: too. I see them blue from and you, and I think to myself.
4: What a wonderful world. Good morning, gardeners. Welcome to the Paul Parent Garden Club. I'm your host, Patrick Parent, Paul's youngest son. I'm going to be here till 10 o'clock Eastern time to answer all your gardening questions. So feel free, give us a call here, our phone number. 855-660-4261, Is 855-660-4261, again, 855-660-4261, and uh, I'm here and we got a call on the line, so I want to get right into that, so Nathan, who's up first today? Doris is in Massachusetts. Doris, welcome to the Paul Parent Garden Club, how can we help you today?
5: Uh, thank you, Patrick. Thanks for taking my call. Long-time listener to both you and your father. Um, awesome. I have two questions for you. Sure. I'm in Rowley, north, uh, north of Boston, yep. fairly new gardener. And I wondered, um, what my first question is, if you could suggest um, some good tomato varieties, both cherry and, you know, full-size slicing tomatoes, that I could uh, give a try this year.
4: Okay. Um, so you want to go... Um Excuse me. Um, with some, some, you want both the cherry and yeah, the, and both
6: um, sized sli- yeah, regular
5: slicing tomatoes.
4: Okay. And, um, a couple things, um, to give you some more information after the fact, um, to get the, uh, information. <coughs> Excuse me. Is, uh, you know, a couple websites. Uh, Burpee is mm-hmm. one of the, the ones that, uh, um, I think is, is highly, I highly recommend uh, for a website. And then Botanical Interests. Okay. Both of those have really good information so that when, you know, I'll give you some, some names, but then you can do a little bit more research and see what's going on with them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so as far as tomatoes, you know, some of the simple, I wouldn't call them simple, Nothing's simple, but one of the easier um, cherry tomatoes is the the Sweet 100. Right, Sweet One Hundred is—I'd uh, almost call it like old reliable when it comes to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, it's um, one of the best um, that I have done, and I, I've planted myself and used. Uh, it feels like the, the idea behind it, one of the reasons why they call it Sweet One Hundred, is it, it almost feels like there's hundreds of tomatoes on the plants mm-hmm. um, when it doesn't. It. So, Sweet One Hundred is a very good uh cherry tomato right okay. uh, if you're looking for some slicing you know the um early go- early girl um the um, uh the better boy uh are really good slicing tomatoes mm-hmm. um there's also the 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 like the steakhouse hybrid is is a good one it gets huge uh, okay. then there's the some of the the Roma and the san marzano mm-hmm. those are the ones that you would almost use more for like um uh, spaghetti sauce or or just to, you, you can slice them but they're more for sauce and and, and tomato paste okay. uh, but they're really good good ones to um to grow mm-hmm. all right um, you also if you're looking at uh the back to the uh cherry, you know, maybe look at the uh just the grape. Just the the, the regular grape uh tomato. Okay. You know, they, those are a good easy one to do. But I think again when it comes to the um the cherry, the sweet one hundreds is number one uh easy to do.
5: Okay. Uh,
4: okay. Okay. Um, I
5: will look for those then in the spring. And um, my next question: I had a tree come down uh, on the lawn, and we're, we're going to be cutting it up today. There's a lot of little branches, sawdust from the chainsaw, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Will I do more harm than good if I rake up the debris, the, the little debris that I can't hand, you know, pick up by hand, um, or should I just leave it on the lawn? No, what should I do? This given the time of year.
4: I mean, I think um, I think it should be cleaned up, right, mm-hmm. um, and, and just do what you can uh, to not really go heavy with a rake. Right? Okay. You could use the leaf rake to clean up, mm-hmm. but don't really, you know, push down on it. Don't use the, the tine rake, the, you know, the flathead rake uh, okay. to do some of that. Okay. Because at this point, it's going to rip up some of the the ground. It's not right. going to be, you know, it's not going to be easy on it. Um, so, okay, that's, so
5: if I give it a gentle raking, I, I that that's better than leaving everything.
4: Yeah, exactly. I mean, some of the the sawdust. I mean, it it's going to just kind of blow away as it is. But if they have mm-hmm. a heavy amount of it, uh, you know, maybe do a little bit. I'm assuming. Okay. Um, you know, you're probably uh, where it fell. You're not getting the stump ground today, are, are you? No,
5: okay. no, nope, not till spring. All
4: right. And when you when that happens, I, I tend to um, just kind of level it off once it happens and let it kind of break down a little bit, mm-hmm. um, because that's going to add some nutrients back into the soil as it is anyways. Right. Um, okay. But I, you know, doing some of the, the heavier stuff that's on there, I would say you got to, you got to clean it up because, um, you know, it, it. The thing that will happen, say there's some chunks on there and it freezes to the ground and then you're walking on it and you kick this piece accidentally or, you know, something happens where it gets moved. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes if it's frozen to the ground and then it's lightly thawing, uh, it could rip up some of the roots from underneath it. Oh, right. Right. right, Okay. Some of the little chunks isn't necessarily, you you know, the top priority, but whatever you can do to help out uh, works, you know, will help it.
5: Okay. I'll just give it a gentle breaking then. Okay. Well, thank you very much for answering my questions.
4: No problem. Doris. You have a great rest of your day.
5: You too. Thank you very much.
4: Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Our phone number here is eight, five, five, six, six, zero, four, two, six, one, again, eight, five, five, six, six, zero, four, two, six, one. And, uh, you know, if you do have to do some uh, cleanup, definitely uh, um, do it a little bit lighter, right? Then um, do it a little bit lighter if you can. Make sure uh, you um, make sure you protect the ground underneath it because it's one of those things where. Yes, it would be better to clean it and do that, but don't go heavy. Don't go with the tine rake, you know, the metal tines. You're going to just start ripping out part of the lawn. And that goes with anything you're doing right now, right? You might you might have, you know, some, some areas from this last storm where trees have fallen or branches have fallen. And you're like, I just got to clean it up. Pick up some of the heavy stuff and just lightly clean up the rest. Even sometimes, you know, using a blower, right? Using a blower to uh, clean some of those might be uh, beneficial instead of using the, uh, the rakes. Couple reasons. Obviously, I already stated why one of them, because of the fact that, you know, anytime it freezes to the ground, it could do some damage. Well, what else? One of the other things that could be happening is if it sits all winter and then it's in there in the spring, you know, the sun isn't getting to it as easily. The sun's not getting to the ground. And so, when spring hits, if it is, you know, blocked, it could have some issues long term. Now, you got plenty of time in the spring to do some of this, but I think you understand what I'm talking about. We want to try to prevent some of that from happening now with the the break in the weather for a couple days by no rain or snow you know get take care of it i shouldn't say no snow there might be some flurries later in the day here not a ton of it um but again this is when it's easier when it's nicer out you can do some of this work so um just be careful as you're doing it. Don't don't go heavy. Okay? Just keep it nice and easy on your plants. Now our phone number here is 855-660-4261. Again, 855-660-4261. And um we have, uh, you know, plenty of time. If you have some questions, I know. Um, I know it's nice and early, so grab the coffee, grab the uh, paper, go online and read the paper, and um, get ready for the day. And uh, why not enjoy some of it with talking about some gardening, talking about some good things? And uh, coming up at eight o'clock, Karen from Natural Alternative will be joining us. Uh, so some more good information there. So stay tuned for that phone number again, 855-660-4261. Back in a few. Your lovely tree.
2: Attacked by insects. Stop them with the proven science of Bear Advanced Tree and Shrub Protect and Feed. Its special dual action formula delivers 12 month insect protection. Plus now, it provides slow release feeding all in one easy step. Mix and pour the no spray formula and your tree is shielded, roots to top, for stronger and more beautiful trees. We don't hate bugs. We just love trees. Bear Advanced. Better science, better results. BearAdvanced.com.
0: Would you love to have the more colorful birds and songbirds on your backyard feeders this year? Start with quality bird food from Wild Delight. Open a bag and smell the seed blend. Find raisins, cranberries, cherries, along with sunflower, peanuts, tree nuts, and thistle seed. Wild Delight is the only company that adds vitamins, electrolytes, and minerals to all of their seed blend. Keep your birds healthy this year with Wild Delight. No morning doves or grackles, just beautiful birds when you use Wild Delight bird food. I am.
3: Eating, working, living pain-free. These are things many of us take for granted. But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. When you volunteer with DLN's donated dental services program to C1, you treat a pre-qualified patient in your office at your convenience. We handle the details so you can focus on the care. Lack of dental care can lead to the inability to have life-saving surgery or contribute to our community. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message. Will you see one? Visit willyouseeone.org to help change one life in your community today.
1: Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues... The medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there.
8: It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. You should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com
4: back to the Paul Parent Garden Club. The phone number here is 855-660-4261. Again, 855-660-4261. And uh, we're just getting started really. Uh, and uh, we do have a call on the line, so I want to get into that. So Nathan, who's up next? Sandy's in Chelmsford. Sandy, welcome to the Paul Parent Garden Club. How can we help you today?
6: Hi, Patrick. I had spoken to you last summer when I had an outbreak of a circospora leaf spot on my Swiss chard, and I got the revitalized, and I put that down, Um, and I'm wondering if... Well, to back up a little bit, in the fall, when I rake up my leaves, I actually mow it up, and then I go over it again to make it smaller. And I put a couple of piles in the garden so that I can use that as mulch when I plant my garden. Mm -hmm. But am I protecting those spores by doing that? Like, should I remove those piles of leaves?
4: Well, so the bigger thing is um, when you cleaned up the garden, this spring uh, this fall, I mean excuse me, um, did you remove the leaves and everything that were there
6: yes, and i kept I kept throwing them out i didn 't put them into the compost pile, okay. but there were and, so many, and it was it was terrible to see all these beautiful leaves just go in the trash, but um, I did, did read that it can take a couple of years to get rid of it, and i don 't know if i 'm protecting it with with this pile of um, Mulched
4: leaves, so I don't. I don't think you're necessarily protecting it. I think um, I think some of the um, the colds, the, the snow, and then the rain that we had will, um, you know, has has will like kind of do more damage than good uh, if it wasn't protected. Uh, especially for the rest of the soil, um, you know. I think with the upcoming cold temperatures, it can kill some of those spores. Either way. Uh, the mm-hmm. big thing that I would be doing, uh, this spring is starting out with it, uh, with using like the revitalize as a, um, a preventative, right. A preventative type, uh, so that, uh, it is, it, it's, it's, it's taken care of, right. So when you start the Swiss chard, right, um, start using it early. And we're not using it all the time, right? I know it's a, you know, an organic, uh, so it doesn't have a ton of residual, but we're doing it in such a way that it's helping just build up its immunity so that later on, if it is still there and is affecting you, it can help protect it, right? And I'm not saying you have to spray it weekly or bi-weekly, and I wouldn't even start until, you know, I might do one uh, early in the season. Uh, now, are you starting these by plant, or are you starting them by seed?
6: By seed.
4: Okay. And so, uh, are you starting them indoors, or are you starting them um, outdoors directly, direct sowing?
6: I, I do both, but usually I do start them inside.
4: Okay. So one of the things, you know, the one of the beneficial good things here is by if the ones that you're starting inside are going to be a new soil, new everything, so they're not having that disease present, right? Where mm-hmm. sometimes if you were to start outside, you know, the disease could have overwintered it could have been there. So the good thing with that is it's starting out stronger. So making sure that when you put those started from uh, seed indoors, getting those ready, using some of the, uh, something to, to keep it stronger, like a, uh, like a protolizer during the season or using, uh, you know, the, the different fertilizers during the season to make it stronger. Cause it, mm-hmm. the healthier plant is going to be harder for this to happen. Okay. The other thing that we will be doing as soon as you bring them outside, mm-hmm. you know, spray them, with the revitalize so that it can start to absorb as it's, it's warm, you know, getting used to the soil. And so when it goes into the soil, it has some of these, uh, this immunity a little bit, right? So anything that's kind of there isn't going to necessarily go to them right away. Um, so, so keep that as part of your repertoire with, um, every couple weeks working on it. Um,
6: okay. and, do, do do you want me to
4: hold on? Yeah, I was gonna have you hold on so I can add a little bit more detail on a few of these things. Um, okay, thank you. Because I think there's more to it. So hang tight. For everyone else, okay, our thanks. phone number here eight five five six six zero four two six one. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back in a few. Hello, I'm your bio
2: lawn care scientist.
3: Where'd you come from?
2: And I want you to try new all-in-one weed and feed. Uh, what's this? All-in-one weed and feed. It kills lawn weeds like dandelion and clover, plus kills crabgrass. All in one easy step. (laughs) Did you say kills crabgrass? Yes. Weeds feeds plus kills crabgrass. Wow! Really? With new all-in-one weed and feed from bio science-based solutions. My lawn is going to look great.
9: Get more from the blue bag. Always read and follow label instructions. If you like the garden and want to learn more about the flowering and foliage houseplants this winter, go to paulparent.com to get a free email newsletter every Thursday morning. It's free, it's informative, and the topics will change with the season. I also include some cool music videos of the music groups we grew up singing when music was music. I put a new recipe to keep you eating your vegetables, a garden quote to keep you thinking about the garden during a cold winter. Go to paulparent.com.
5: i Update. This Sunday, we begin in Iowa, where the caucuses are set to start out in sub-zero temperatures, records expected to be broken, and despite the weather, Republican presidential candidates busy campaigning in Iowa, meeting with voters, Vivek Ramaswamy and his team having to park the campaign bus because of all the snow and ice, former President Trump, Nikki Haley, and Ron DeSantis talking about the weather situation. It's
3: going to be a little bit of a trek. Nobody knows how exactly we're going to get there, but we're going to figure it out.
5: This is an unbelievable amount of snow, um, but we are going to continue to try and touch as many people as we can.
0: We have a lot of people that we have signed up to commit to for us over many months. Uh, I think they're motivated, they're passionate, and they're going to show up. What about the broader electorate? I just don't know, uh, but I'm confident our people are going to come out strong.
5: And I'm Laura Winters, USA News.
4: And welcome back to the Paul Parent Garden Club. Phone number here is 855-660-4261. And before the break, we were talking with Sandy uh, in regards to, um, for simple, <laughs> the leaf spot. Um, Cercifora leaf spot on Swiss chard, right? We were talking about a few things, you know, just preventing um, some of the things that are happening this year. Um, one thing, and, and I I might have mentioned it in the fall, uh, the summer when we were discussing. But um, can you do any crop rotation where you move the Swiss chard? Um? I,
6: I do it every year. I, okay. I move it to a different spot. The problem is um, this year I planted beets also, and they were gotcha. in a different spot, and <laughs> so it it you know got onto those too. So should I not plant those crops this year?
4: Well, I, not necessarily. I, I think you know at the end of the season, if you removed a bunch of um, if you removed the the leaves and you didn't let them fall fall into the soil and do all those things like we we've discussed, I think you'd be okay. Um, I, I I think the. <clears throat> Some of the other things we want to, to look at doing is, um, you know, don't plant the them as close as maybe you did last year. Even though you probably spread them out, maybe give them a little bit more space. Um, you know, thinning out some of the leaves early might be a good thing to do too, because um, the the spores survive. Uh, based off of uh, pretty high relative humidity uh, temperatures between seventy five and eighty five degrees, and then you know rain splash irrigation uh, splash um, you know the wind can do it, but uh, leaf wetness uh, during the night can actually do some of this um, it can actually encourage the disease a bit where you know, just trying to find ways so that the water is not always on top of it, right? I know this, um, it's easier said than done, right? Well,
6: especially last summer because it rained so much. Oh, but especially, rain, yeah. Should I put a mulch um, around? Would that help it from splashing?
4: So the mulch would help some of that, definitely. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where you just don't know what mother nature is going to give us. I mean, it's the amount of snow we've had and then the rain and then it, it, everything's already still flooded. So it could still just be an issue. Uh, it's just, we look at the things that we can do ourselves to help. Right. Okay. Um, and those are just some of the the few things. The other thing is, you know, adding some compost, like you, you probably already do, but adding a little bit of compost, um, the garden to uh, thin it out a little bit add a little bit of um, aeration to the soil is going to help allow some of the water to go down Um, so so that's beneficial so these are all little things that we can do um, that you know can help it's just going to take some time uh, for this disease to go away And, and all these things that we discussed it will help
6: it can go to also uh, beets, beans, carrots, spinach. So <laughs> it doesn't seem too picky.
4: No, it, it's not. Um, so the the other thing to maybe look at doing is throughout the garden uh, this spring, you know, the, using the Revitalize on everything that you have out there. Right, just mm. as a help preventative on some of these others, okay. uh, because you know, again, spinach, beets, some of these others that it could affect, we don't want it to uh, spread. Um,
6: and I spread the leaves, I spread the leaves as well as the soil, right?
4: Yeah, right. Um, you know, you can the leaves that you've put in from the rest of the yard and, and you've chopped up. Mm-hmm. I don't think are going to affect anything. Those are going to be added to the compost, so I think you're going to be fine with that. Um, so but I, I mean
6: the leaves of the beets and the carrots. And yeah,
4: spread them out a little bit, thin them out a little bit earlier. And,
6: and spray them. Spray, yes. Spray the soil as well as the tops.
4: Yeah, so this can be used as a as a foliar drench and a soil drench. For this um, the back of the contain the back of the uh, bottle will tell you um, how to do that and, and how much to use um, you know the um, I'm trying I have the, the package pulled up on the computer here while we're talking um, that's
6: the best product to use.
4: I think revitalize you know the most organic especially with the we know what the leaves are are used for they're not you know for they're not um, it's not like there's the leaves are used as um, the leaves are what we're we're going for it's not like they have a fruit on it where you could um, just spray the leaves you know what I mean so um, this is something where again it's organic so it, it's it's not harmful we still need to clean it off obviously um but I'm and this this will be beneficial and will help uh, I'm trying to read the drench application here um you can uh, you can definitely use this 1 teaspoon of this product per gallon of water and apply to the soil by um uh, if it's outdoor use a watering can or sprayer to drench the soil um you can uh, apply in the first watering after planting or transplanting uh, by mixing directly into the water at the rate, or spraying onto the soil surface at the base of each plant and immediately watering in um, with a watering can, hose, sprinkler, etc. Um, so follow oh, okay. those so instructions
6: spray it and, then wa- and then water it right in. Okay.
4: Yeah, because we're at that point we're looking to um, help prevent. And again, I think mm-hmm. it's a e- as soon as you plant them you're definitely going to need it need to do mm-hmm. it uh, and I would do it honestly with everything um, okay everything that you're planting as just a preventative just in case anything overwintered or anything's still there uh okay. it, it's not going to harm the plant right mm-hmm. it's only going to it's only going to help them especially okay. some of the others that could be affected so um you know, use it as a as a preventative matter, and you're not using like the entire gallon on a mm-hmm. plant, right? So uh, you can spread it out uh, and spread it throughout the garden.
6: Okay. Already. Okay. Um, thank you so much for that. And one quick question: Sure, I have a chef. I have a and yeah. all of a sudden it grew this really tall, tall, tall spike, and then leaves came out of it, and it's, it's hitting the ceiling. It got so tall, so I'm wondering: Can I cut that and propagate it, or should I just cut it and
4: let the You can go? definitely try and um, uh, propagate it. Honestly, I, what I would look at doing is um, you don't want the whole uh, piece that you've cut, right? Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to cut most of it down, I would assume. Um, yeah,
6: because it's really tall.
4: Yeah, so I wouldn't use, say here, you're, you're cutting six feet off of it. I wouldn't use six feet because that's going to be too much energy. I might mm-hmm. you know, cut that six foot off. But then maybe use just like a quarter of it, uh, maybe a third of it, like a couple feet. Uh, okay. Use a rooting powder uh, just to help mm-hmm. it when you've put mm-hmm. it into the soil uh, and keep an eye on it. Um, I, I think I think it could definitely work. Um, sometime, Can
6: I cut it below, below a leaf node or where the leaves come out, cut it below that or
4: above that? So right above a leaf node. Oh, above it. Okay. Right. Okay. So especially on the plant. Right, so you would cut it right above a leaf node so it can grow back underneath, okay. Um, And then when you are replanting it, it would be the same cut it uh, right above a leaf node so you have some space uh, between the leaves to um, for the roots to develop, right? Okay, yeah, Um, you want to make sure it's like a 45 degree angle. Uh, We're looking. You know, sometimes I know it, it could have spread out at this point, but you're looking for like four or five leaves at the top, if possible. Okay. Um, but if it, if there's not a lot, let you can do you'd be okay. Especially if it's like spaced out, because it's sometimes mm-hmm. like a a shoot like that can have um, space in the in the, uh, gaps in between the leaves.
6: Yes. Yes. There. There is. I, mean, I was shocked to see it to begin with. I've never seen that before, but it must like where it is.
4: Oh, definitely. That means, uh, it means some good things are happening for it.
6: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Patrick, for all your help. I really appreciate it.
4: All right, Sandy. You have a great one.
6: Thank you. You as well.
5: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All
4: right. Our phone number here is 855-660-4261. Again, 855 660 6 one and uh, any questions uh, feel free to give us a call. Uh, we'll be here till um, till 10 o'clock as always. Um, you know I think uh, we've got plenty of time. Uh, to discuss coming up in about 15 minutes uh karen from natural alternative will be joining us we'll talk some ice melt uh we'll talk some protolizer, and uh we'll also talk about some things to be um you know the the checklist of things to do uh right now so uh look forward to that uh ice melt you know the way the the, the season's been going up and down definitely could be using it uh and, and per- prevent and protect yourself from injury. Uh so we will talk with Karen about that coming up in about fifteen minutes. Uh so look forward to that. Uh otherwise sky's the limit on what you want to discuss uh for um uh, the garden, right? You know, we're thinking spring already. We've had some major snowstorms and we're like, all right, we're done. I don't think so. We got plenty of time left uh in the season here. Um, but, um, yeah, let's think spring. Uh, you've heard me talk about different websites to look at. You've heard me talk about you know just in general, uh, what we're thinking about doing. But this is the time to plan it out. You know, if you want to do lawn, redo a lawn, spring is a good time, even though you probably hear, you know the the fall is the best time for planting a lawn. Well, if you leave it, <laughs> Nothing's going to show. You know, it's just gonna. You're, you're not gonna have new lawn growing if you don't do anything. So it's not necessarily waiting till fall. It's doing it while you can in the seasons there. You don't know what the season's gonna bring for temperatures, for weather, for rain. But plan it out now and say, all right, is it sunny? Is it shady? What what conditions do I have? And then, go from there, plan the right seed, plan the right everything that 's what we can do now to be ready. I always want you to be ready for the season. I want you to get ahead. I want you to think about what else we can do. so um, just keep those things in mind uh, as the the winter progresses, so when the season hits, boom we 're good we 're done we 're ready to go, and we can enjoy. Uh, the, the season itself so coming up on a break here in a minute here if you have questions call us we can fit one in before karen but after karen we have an hour and a half of uh, question and answer so plenty of time uh, that phone number is 855-660-4261 and 855 660 Six, one. Uh, in the meantime, go to their website, natural alternative.com, uh, for some information that you're going to be seeing as we uh, discuss uh, coming up at 8 o'clock. Uh, but in the meantime, questions, call us 855 660 4261. And uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a few.
3: Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again.
9: Do you want the perfect lawn this year? It all starts by using the best grass seed available. Bonide makes that happen with Duraturf grass seed. Bonide is using the best varieties of grass seed available today. When you start using Bonide full sun, sun or shade, dense shade grass seed mixes, you will have a lawn that is self-repairing, disease and insect resistant, and will grow in poor soil. So don't wait. Get that perfect lawn started this weekend. Espoma, the company that makes Hollytone and Plantone Fertilizer, has something new for you this spring. A new 4-in-1 weed control that kills weeds, grasses, mosses, and algae. Use it on sidewalks, patios, driveways, and walkways, and you will see results in just hours. Also, an all-natural insect control for roses, vegetables, and flowers. It's fast-acting and kills all stages of insects, from eggs to adults. And a 3-in-1 natural disease control for roses, vegetables, and ornamentals. A triple action killer for fungus, mites, and insects. That's Espoma.
7: My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit ExtendoVite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with
6: ExtendoVite.
4: 604261 and uh good morning to everyone. Uh it's uh it's cold but it's it's nice out and sunny. Uh looking pretty good out there. It's so it uh, could be an enjoyable day for part of it. Heard a little bit of flurries later, nothing crazy. Uh maybe some snow Tuesday this week. Um not hearing a lot, but uh still make the the travel not so fun uh on it. So you know, just keep it in mind. We're going to discuss some ice melt with Karen uh, on the the next uh, segment. So uh, look at that. And if you've, you know, you know, you're probably going to run out with some of the storms headed our way. Um, you know, order it now uh, so you can have it for uh, the next storm afterwards uh, because it's uh, it's definitely worth it. Now, what else is what else is going on there? Um, <clears throat> So with all the rain, the snow that we've been having, the ups and downs, you know, do what you can to stay off the lawn. You know, if you have to do some, some, um, if you have to do some work on there, like we were discussing earlier with Doris, that's, that's fine. But what I mean is, you know, stay off it when you don't have to be on it, Right. Because we're in such an in-between that we could really affect the lawn. You know, Stepping on it right now when it might be a little bit wet could be uh, changing the ups and downs, the, 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 um, the level. It could also be compacting some of these areas. It could also be ruining some of uh, the lawn that's there by you know, affecting uh, the root system for this upcoming season. So do what you can to stay away from walking all over the yard uh, unless fully necessary. Again, if you need to do some cleanup, some of these storms that we've had have knocked down trees. They've knocked down branches. Those are all fine things. I'm just saying try not to spend a lot of time on the lawn. Uh, at this point, when there's no coverage of snow or anything, because these up and down temperatures uh, are really going to affect uh, the the root system long term. So just just something to keep in mind here. Right. In general, when the ground is frozen, we don't want to walk all over the lawn heavily uh, because it could rip up some of the roots. Uh, the frozen aspect could really affect it. But we're in that in-between where it's like, oh, do I get out there and do some things? Well, get out and do the few things you need to do, but don't spend extra time on there because uh, you could do more damage than good. Uh, and we'll want to make sure this spring we get it ready by taking care of it, um, you know, fertilizing, etc. Because the lawns are affected just as our plants are with the amount of water that we've had. Um, they, some of those uh, nutrients have been kind of flooded out, moved. Right, throughout the season, it's compacted the soils pretty heavily. So we've got to look at some of those things this spring. Uh, I would definitely, after the year we've had, if you didn't do it in the fall, I would look at uh, you know, getting a soil sample this spring because the past two years we've had ups and downs of the you know, historical proportions of a drought and then historical proportions of rain. Um, so this is the, um, this would be a good year to do that. And I'd want you to do that early spring, right? Get it done early so you can figure out what's going on and what fertilizers you need, what you need to do, uh, with, um, you know, lawns, what you need to, to change is the pH to the right level, all these little things, uh, that can affect it. Uh, and you know. I'd do it even for the vegetable gardens, all the different areas if you can. Because, again, the ups and downs of the weather have really effect, can really affect what's going on underground. And if we don't know what's going on underground, we don't know uh, how that's affecting the plants. We don't know how that's affecting the, you know, the lawn, the, the, the veggies, etc. We don't know how it's affecting it. And we won't know if we don't do anything. So this spring, highly recommend uh, getting a soil sample done uh, and uh, checking out what you're dealing with because you're not going to know unless you figure that out by a a soil test. So anyways, coming up on the other side of the break, Karen from Natural Alternative will be joining us, uh, and then we'll be back to phone calls. So if you have questions, you can call us. Phone number is 855-660-4261 and uh we will be back in a few
10: wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated